What up, everybody? This is Daniel Artest, and welcome to the Queensbury Project Podcast. I'm your co-host. I got my guy Dre here with me and everything. Um, today, yo, we got a special guest, man. We got a former professional boxer, um, what, 23-year veteran. Um, I want to say held the championship in two weight classes um, from the IBF to WBO, undisputed welterweight titleist. Um, lineal champion. I can just go on and on, man. Today, man, we got the goat in the building. We got Zab, Judah, Zab, Zab, Zab. What up, bro? How you doing, man? What's up, my guy? What's up, my guys? Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate man, it. Thank you, man. We got to love, give you your flowers and everything like that, man. We in the building, man. You know what I'm saying? We love you. We love you. We love you. We salute you and everything, man. Thank you for, you know, tapping in with us on this podcast today, man. And like I said, I got my co-host. Yeah. I got I got my co-host Dre, aka the boxing hippie. You know, high boxing IQ and everything like that. Dre, nice, you know, nice. gonna, yeah, he gonna carry the conversation today and everything. So, Dre, go ahead, man. It's yours. I'm here. You know, what I'm saying, let's get it. Zab, I'm ready, Dre. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say thank you for blessing us for the first episode. I have a legend like yourself, legend in the ring, out of the ring, New York legend. It's a big deal to us. It's something that is going to um. I'm gonna remember forever, you know what I mean? And I appreciate it. Uh, so Zach, when did you get started in boxing? Um, I started out boxing at the age of six years old. Six years old. Now, you think that's a good age for um? What do you think that's an ideal age for kids to get into um boxing? Um, it's a very scary age to put your kids in boxing because I have two six-year-old twin boys right now. And you know, I allowed them, them to work out and learn the craft of boxing, do the workouts and all that. But as far as me putting them into a competition right now, I don't know, man. So I got to say, yeah, like, my, my father had to be kind of crazy, you know. I mean, he is, you know what I'm saying? But now, it, it, now as me growing up being an adult, I can see, yeah, <laughs> he was no joke with it. <laughs> right, I'm a father myself. My son is eight, so I'm on the um. I bring him to the gym with me sometimes when I do work out or whatever. But you know, I don't, I don't know yet if I how deep I want him to get into it or whatever. And I was just yeah. wondering your thoughts on that. And then also, what do you think about fathers? Let me ask you a question. Hold on, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the you, but let me ask you a question. So, um, have you ever competed before? Me, no, I not, I never have. I've just been in the gym. Most I did was spar, you know what I mean? Plenty of times. Right, right. Okay, okay, okay. That's one thing. So you got in the gym, you spar. And that's why the reason you feel the way you feel. It's like me. I was a competitor for 20, 20, 25 years. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to be in that in that ring. It's no joke, bro. It's no yeah, joke. Yeah, when you see so the white like light. That's... You see the yeah, white light. Like You're having it. Right. People like us that been, you know, knocked people out, been knocked out, all that. You like, hold up, man. I'm not putting my kid. You are you crazy? That's tough <laughs> right there. That's no joke tough. Yeah, so I I totally understand you when you say that. So now and that leads me to my next question. What do you feel about father trainers in the game? Like, what are the pros and cons of having a father as your trainer? Um it worked out great for me. It worked out great. You know what I'm saying? It just got to, yeah, you just got to have uh, the right. I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I would say, you know. I mean, it definitely worked out. For, I mean, it definitely worked out for y'all. Like, you guys yeah, but it, mystery. But it's, but it's true you say that because a lot of 
father-son relationships <coughs> work out great when it's free. When it when it when it becomes a financial issue, that's when the problem that's when the problem happens. Damn, that's I, I, yeah, I noticed that when it's free, your pops I'm getting my son to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. But then when a couple million get involved, you start you start to see the deferral ha- happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. And now, 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 what would your take be on that? Would it be like, is the pops asking for too much, or is the son being shy? I can't say that's even the situation. I'm just saying, if it's a situation, that's right. If 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 it's a situation, that's what I see. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 it comes to, you know, pops still being pops, and you still the baby to him. You know what I mean? Which is always going to be. But at a certain point of time, you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, you gotta look at, you know, once your boy become of a certain age and starts providing and doing everything, then you know you, you gotta look at situations different. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, I'm not saying let him go out there and hurt himself. Hell no, you're always gonna be there and be his protector. But you're gonna, you, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of time, a lot of parents don't give kids a, a, enough leniency, okay. and then when they don't get that and they're in a good position. They demand it mm. if you get my drift. Right, and then that caused the relationship to strain. 100%. Right. And now, um, also talking about fight game and all that, what do you feel about same day weigh-ins as opposed to um, the next day weigh-in? Um, same day, same day weigh-ins. <laughs> um, no, I think it's, it's, it's got to be given 24 hours. You gotta give a guy twenty four hours to to, to uh, recuperate and get back because guys do a lot when they making weight. They do a lot, man. Right. So you say yeah. the day before should be the way. So now it's only the IBF that that mandates, right? Mandates what? The same day weigh in. Well, the same day weigh in is based upon a weigh in that you have the day before so what if so what the ibf do is this whatever whatever weight whatever weight you weigh in at whatever weight you weigh in at the next day within 24 hours you cannot be no within 10 hours you cannot be 10 pounds over you can't you can't be so as long as you're in a 10 pound radius of that weight class yeah then you okay with the ibf all right cool oh so um we know you and Mike are mad cool, right? Mike Tyson, for anyone who doesn't realize who I'm talking about. Um, now, we hear a lot of things about Mike uh, through, you know, his generosity, wild stories, giving strippers lap dances and all that, right? So being somebody that was around him at, at a young age, what moment clicked in your mind when you was like, yo, this dude is different for real? Like, like not just like in the gym, but just as a human being, like, yo, he's different. Like, you've seen something and it triggers something and you're like, yo, wow. This dude is really different. Just from the first time that, you know, he gave me an opportunity of just uh, fighting on his cards. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't no long conversation. It wasn't no no drawn out, beat down, let me go home, let me think about it. It was, what? Yeah, done, let's do it. It was like that. It was, you know what I'm saying? So from right there, you know, all of us could say, damn, people from our own hood is more grimier than motherfuckers in another hood with right. us 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody can can contest to that. People that grew up with you, they go at you harder than a motherfucker that don't know you. Mm. Yeah, I don't I know if you know that. that. I don't know if you nah. agree with that. I don't know if you agree with that. I agree with it a hundred percent. I found uh, lately, day twos are open more doors than day ones. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. I'm I'm dealing with that right now, just podcasting and stuff. All my support comes from the strangers, <laughs> more so than my friends and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's because we we was all given the same twenty four seven. You know, growing up, but we just st- decided to utilize our time a little bit different. And then you know, a lot of people kind of you know they get salty about that when they see your success and everything. You know, so I mean, I see it. I see it. The day twos, the day threes. You know, showing more love than the day ones and everything. But I just you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be called? Wouldn't that in this daytime call be called hating? Can we, can we call that hating? It depends. It depends. Like, um, you can say yeah, but it depends on the individual. You know what I mean? You know, you know, you got those people's app and uh, and Dre where where they say those little hater comments with a laugh behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be you gotta be leery of. Of certain, yeah, certain, certain, yeah, so we'll, we'll, certain different things, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. So you just got to be leery of of who you let, you know, in your space and in your energy and, and everything like that. So it's it's it it could be hating. It could be some people just like having regrets on not, you know, taking advantage of, you know, their kind of their situations and everything. So that's how I take it. You know what it is too. Yeah. You know, people um are, are worried about their spot. You know what I'm saying, like. Life is scary to a lot of people. So if they're comfortable in a certain frame, they don't want to bring any other people in that lane or whatever. Like they want to keep that lane to themselves and they want to keep it smooth without any um, turbulence whatsoever. That's what they're fearful of. So they tend to not open doors, in my opinion. Mm. That's that's not cool. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not cool, man. But like, what can you what can we do about it, right? It's like you're not gonna stop you're not gonna stop living your life, you know what I mean? To to appease them and everything, you know, stop your money so every so you can make them happy. You got to do what you got to do. Like, you know, I'm a father of four, so like, you know, I'm willing to you know do whatever it takes to make sure that you know I mean these kids is eating and everything like that. I'm sure that you know you guys are like that too as well. So yeah, man, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that all uh, moving right along? Um, did you have a relationship with Biggie? Yep. Mm. How how was that? At what age did you? Um... I mean, not 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 really like 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 every day kicking it. I've been to the studio a couple of times. That's good was, enough, uh, yo, Zach. That's good enough. That's crazy right there in itself. You know what I'm saying? That's like seeing Moses come down with the testament. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> word. I, I was uh. I was uh I was in a joint with um Undies. Mm. Undies had um it was Undies and uh Mace. This is Mace, Mace and Biggie had a session, and I was meeting with Undies back then. Und told me come to the studio. Funny story. So when I came in the studio, Big was on the couch. He was asleep. Yo, he was snoring like, oh, like I never in my life. Now, heard what time of the day was, is this? What time is it? We late night. Yeah, yeah, yeah this. This night time. This night. This is about like. This is about like because we went to justice first and we can't. So this is about like eight nine o'clock. Yep. It's like eight nine o'clock. Yep. It's like eight eight nine o'clock at night. And um, so we in the studio and we and I and I you know I get a studio. I'm big on the couch. So I'm like yeah, big right there. 
he knocked out right now, but he'd be up in a second. And he was snoring so loud. He was like, ah, ah. And, I, and, and so I was looking at him. I, I was like, yo, uh, you sure he good? Like, like y'all want to go check him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I was, I was like, yo, uh, y'all want to y'all wanna go over there and check him and that like that? And he was like, nah, nah, he good. That's just how he sleep. He'd be up in one second. And then he got up. And he woke up like, yo, what's up, what's up? What's up? And I was like, yo, yo, this is Zab, Zab Champ, Brooklyn and all that. And he was like, yo, what's up? Go out there and get busy. I seen you. I seen you. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, that's ill. Yeah, that's, that's ill. ill. Yep. That's crazy. Yep, Undies. Shout out to my brother Undies. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Le legendary dude, man. Uh, Junior Mafia. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, yep. They know me. Hey, Zab, like, when we talked on IG and stuff, you know, we could elaborate a little bit more now since we're on a podcast and stuff. Like, me and you, like, speaking of, you know, with celebrities and stuff, me and you met, <laughs> you know, in Vegas underneath uh, underneath some unfortunate circumstances and everything. You know, you know what I'm about to get at and everything and stuff, like, with the whole, uh, yeah. you know, Lamar Odom situation. And uh, I just give a little yeah. backstory and stuff. Y'all know that that situation that happened with Lamar to you, to y'all listeners out there. Um, how I found out was I was living in L.A. at the time. And um, I have a friend that worked in the hospital. And also she just hit me up, was like, yo, you know, LO in here, nobody here. It looks, it looks bad. So I jet from LA to Vegas and I was like one of the first ones there and everything. I got to go, you know, make sure he was good in the room and stuff like that. Um, and when the Kardashians came, they came in and shut, shut it all down and stuff like that. And it was, it was, it was crazy, but it was dope to see like, you know, familiar faces there like yourself, um, coach Jim Herrick and, um, you know, and even like the NBA media that was there, like, you know, shout out to Ramona Shelbourne, who was, she, she was there. I don't even know how she found my hotel room, but she was there too as well. And, and, and the fact like, you know, just being really gracious and, and not, you know, really pressing and stuff like that. Like, hey, Zab, for, for me, that day was crazy because like, you know, somebody that I've known Lamar since I was nine years old, you know what I mean? You going way back and, and everything. Like how was like that? It was, it was kind of, it was crazy nerve wracking. I mean, it was nerve wracking because you got to remember at the time when it happened, Lamar Odom was in Las Vegas mm -hmm. and he was coming to my gym every day and we was working out. Yeah. He was doing boxing workouts and everything. And then when this day happened, I was kind of actually in the gym no, no, we worked out because I have a nighttime. So um, that day, that next day, when I, no, I didn't even know that night. The next day, I didn't when the time to go to gym. They was like, yeah, Lamar, I'm going to be coming. We can't get and, Oh, the driver told me. That's who, that's who told me. His driver. His driver told me. And I was like, oh, wow. And then we got over to the hospital, and we were just there. Yeah, you know it was crazy. It was sad. It, it was sad, though, man. It was sad. But, yo, shout out to, shout out to Chris Jenner, man. Well, you seen the power of Chris Jenner come through that hospital and shut it down, my brother. <coughs> Big props to her. I ain't going to front. Shut it yeah. down. She shut definitely, <laughs> definitely did shut it down. It was, it was, it was definitely a crazy all, time and stuff, man. All, all movements, all everything. If you're not a familiar face, out of here. Out of here. Out of here. Out of here. I don't care about your support. Gotta go. Yeah, I <laughs> Word, son. Bro, I ain't gonna I got my respect for Chris. I ain't gonna front. She ain't no she ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, moving, along, moving along to like, you know, um some more some more boxing stuff. Like you you created the um 
the celebrity um, boxing championships that be on um, Fight TV and everything. Like, tell us, like, dive more yeah. into into the, um, the celebrity boxing championships and what's that about? Celebrity championship boxing is something that me and my wife came up with. My wife, okay. Didi, we, we came up with this situation and, uh, you know, and we've been going with it since. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I kind of thought about it when uh, my friend uh, Pop Smoke was killed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I always thought about them. Because I knew Pop, so I knew that if you were, whoever them guys were, if they'd have pulled in that garage and asked for the fade one-on-one, they would have had their hands full. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? The situation would have, it would have been different, and both sides of the parties would have been able to save their lives and move on for the next day. Mm. <laughs> Upon that, we started a whole situation where street people, celebrities, everybody can go to for a platform to, to, to put on a boxing match and show the world that, listen, I know I got a problem over here with Tony and whatever, whatever, but we can get in this ring and show the whole world that the reason why I, got, the reason why I speak like this or I talk like this is because I can really handle myself. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that if the world, you know, not saying that this one company or this one situation is going to change the world and the violence and everything, but right now, man, we got to try to put a, a black eye to people that shoot people and kill them. You got to make it look, you know, you got to sort of like, kind of like dim it down and make it look like frowned upon. You know what I'm saying? Because the oh. more, the more, the more people uplift it and show people that it's powerful, the more power is going to, it's, it's going to be relied on and people are going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, uh, you know, <clears throat> huh? So, uh, you know, I just, we started Celebrity Championship Boxing, and uh, we've been going strong ever since. Mm. Yep. You guys had Lamar Odom on there, right? Paulie Malignaggio? No. No, 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 no. So oh, I want to that one. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Lamar and uh, company, that that's a whole different company. We are Celebrity Championship Boxing. We had um, Big Don from Black Ink. We had um, um, Bianca. She's a hip hop rap star. We yeah. had a lot of VH1 um, 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 people fight. Um, on our last show, if you guys watch uh, VH1 Black Gig, we had uh, Van Johnson from, mm. from uh, Chicago. Chicago. He, okay. he actually got knocked. Yeah, he actually lost. He actually was knocked out in the fight. So you know, it was kind of it was kind of different. But you know what I'm saying? It was it was a good a good build up, a good fight up until that point that happened. So, like I said, and and we are the first company to put on. Little people fighting. We yeah. we got to fight with little people were fighting on our show. Yeah, and okay. they did phenomenal. Yeah, they the champions. Shout out to the champion of Barra. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we just been going from there, man. Our our our, our next show was um our next show was um June the 23rd. Okay. June the 23rd in L A B T weekend. You know, our cause behind all this: put down the gun and lace up the gloves. Mm. Put down the guns and lace up the gloves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, try to put a black, I tried to uh, a black raise eye. a family in Chicago. I tried to raise a family in Chicago. I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I had to come back out here. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy out there. Little yeah. kids getting hit with strays and things like that. Like, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when is that? When is at that point where you in the house and you getting shot? Your kid is watching TV and get shot and through the things and it's bad. You're in the wrong situation. We got to get up out of here. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? Cause, I want to, I, mean? 
I want to tell a quick story of what I seen on Chicago. I'm sitting on the stoop with this old lady, right? The old lady from the church, right? Um, so I'm sitting there, and this dude invites his other dude to his jump off, right? So instead of hands mm -hmm. it right there and popping, he said, yo, I'm going back, and he's going to come back with the gun. You know what I mean? So now the right. old lady had to go back in the crib. It's summertime. She was like, yo, I can't sit by the window. I can't sit on the stoop. I can't put the, I don't, I can't afford to have the AC on. And I'm trapped in my house. It, yo, dude invited him to his jump off. Instead of popping off right there, he has to go get a gun to handle his business like that. It's, it's a sad thing, man. Like the whole thing. Like, they scared to get blood in their mouth. It's crazy. Yeah, it was the old fashioned way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, we know like boxing done took took a turn with all the you know the entertainment value boxing and stuff. Uh, like with the you know Paul brothers and what they doing. I know that you supported them and stuff like that. Like, but what's your thing? Um, like I I want to say I think I seen an article where I think Jay Paul won like you know box of the year or, or something like that or whatever. Like, so what's what's your knockout thoughts? Year. Knockout of the year. Yeah, knockout of the year. So what you what's your thoughts on like when? a non-boxer like him, you know, is getting like knocked out of, of the year over like, you know, people that do this for a living professionally. Br br uh, uh, a genius. <laughs> yeah, <Brilliant> true. <laughs> I agree. Brilliant feet, just <laughs> clever. Like, like uh, 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 um, basically a fucking genius, man. The, the dude stepped out of his element as a YouTube guy, went into professional boxing. Mm. Now, you know, the haters, the haters say that the, the contracts are rigged, that they are um, throwing the fights. That's all bullshit, right? Hey, listen, man. Hey, listen, man. Did y'all see how hard Tyrone Willie got hit? Yo, I can't ain't believe nobody, people actually saying that shit was fake, ain't, though. Ain't nobody in their right mind is letting nobody hit them in the face like that for no money. Ain't yeah. nobody doing that. Ain't nobody doing that. <laughs> ain't nobody doing that, man. That's a bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That man... That man got hit with a goddamn refrigerator from the 13th floor. It was over, bro. Over. That's funny. That's funny. That was, man. Yeah, man. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just think it's irresponsible for ESPN to give that knockout of the year. You know what I mean? Considering the, the um, because you could find anybody that's five and oh getting highlight real knockouts. You know what I mean? Like, there's real guys that um maybe deserved a uh, knockout of the year, you know what I mean? Other than him, but I got no problem with what he's doing. I just thought it was irresponsible for ESPN to give him knockout of the year, you know what I mean? Nah, nah, you gotta you gotta think, man. They've been looking for this. They've been looking for this kind of guy uh, for a long time. The great, white height? the great white hype. No, I wouldn't even say the great white hype. They've they been looking for a situation to come out of the fairy tale world. Remember this, in, 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 in every villain story, the villain got to win sometimes. So they've been looking for this guy to come out of the woodwork and possibly dethrone fighters, a real professional fighter, and, you know what I'm saying, beat him and knock guys out. You know what I'm saying? But it's not going to be a long road. It's going to be a very short road. But this this got to happen. If you look at every movie, this kind of this kind of things happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, you it, might not understand what I'm saying right now, but when you look into it, you're gonna say, "Damn, he, damn, he was totally right." 
Why? Not, and this, you know what? He's little... actually uh, motivating more children than any other fighter right now. That's uh, without a doubt. My son, I knew about these cats because of my son. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. watching his YouTube videos and all that. And I'm like, yo, these dudes is mad goofy. But then you see <laughs> yeah. them jump in the gym and actually um, go hard at this stuff. Like, this is nothing sweet about going to a boxing gym on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. so the fact that they doing that, you got to respect it. And then knocking out MMA legends, whatever, like those are combat sport legends regardless. They've been hit their whole life and he hitting them harder than anybody. Hey, listen, one brother knocked out, one brother knocked him out. The other brother fought the best fighter of our era and went a draw. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's, that's, that's something to be proud about. I know their parents are at home so happy. Like what, one of my sons knocked out the, MMA world champion. My other son went toe to toe with the other uh, professional boxer, uh, best fight in the world. You know what I mean? Come on, it's yeah, good that's stuff. Crazy. It's brilliant. It's brilliancy. I love it. That's crazy. Hundred percent. All right, well, yeah, we're not going to take up too much of your time, man. We're going to get up out of here and everything, man. I just want to say thank you again for, for joining me, man, on the show and everything, man. You already know, Brody. You really, yeah, already know. It, you really appreciate it a lot, man. And um, like anything, like you know, like you really want to plug, you know what I mean? Before we, you know, we, we get on up out of here and stuff. That super punch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just want to um let everybody know about celebrity championship boxing. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. It, it, it's here June, 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 June 23rd over in um, LA is our next show. Um, the CCB gym that's in uh, California in the Valley. We are at the CCB gym, uh, at Celebrity Championship Boxing. And like you said, none other than go to the Super Punch um, site. You can order you some good merchandise and uh, put your name on the list for when the cannabis hits. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. But yeah, man, we're going to get on out of here, man. I'm Daniel Artes, man. That's Dre, the boxing hippie. We in the building. Hey, don't forget to follow us on uh, the, the QB Project Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We everywhere, man. With that being said, love is love. We're getting up out of here. Peace.